This is Oh My God, What Do I Do? with Farhana, also known as the Teen Confidence Coach. Welcome to the first episode, and I'm so excited to be with you in this very special episode. Teen years can be fun and exciting, but they can also be scary and confusing. Days filled with insecurities, comparisons, and lack of confidence. You sometimes land in situations with school, friends, boyfriends, with life, and you think, oh my god, what do I do? So if you feel that way sometimes, then, my beautiful friends, this show is for you. I take you through situations you may come across in school or university that you don't get the answers to in the classroom. Before we dive in, let me tell you a bit about me. So, I was once a teacher and I'm a speaker and educator. I do what I do because I was the most unconfident teen you have ever met. Yes, I was the girl with the funny shaped glasses, awkward skinny posture and head in the books all the time. And as you can imagine, it caused me a number of challenges. I mean, I heard all sorts of awful things like, do you even have a voice? I went through a terrible period in my teen years where I had to deal with multiple arm robberies, parental health scares, and the biggest one for me was losing my beautiful big sister when I was 15. As you can imagine, it broke my world apart and it took me a long time to be who I am today. It's still a journey. I do what I do to give you the tools I didn't have because life does have icy patches and we can skid. The reality is we will all have moments of difficulty, but if we have the right tools, it gives us the grit to get through it. In our first session, I'm going to talk about handling social anxiety. So, have you ever had that feeling when you are incredibly uncomfortable in your skin? You almost want to sink into the ground? Chances are, yes. Did you think you were alone? In reality, we all go through this at some point. This sense of not belonging, not fitting in. Social anxiety is something a lot of my clients struggle with. You know, I've heard time and time again from my clients, no one really likes me. Or... I feel really invisible with my friends. Have you ever felt that way? The feeling that you're just not good enough for people to pay attention to. When we are in our teen years, this is something we begin to struggle with because suddenly we aren't kids anymore. We become aware that people are judging us so we become super self-conscious about everything. Social media doesn't make it any easier. It's so easy to compare at the click of a button, you know, the perfect body, the perfect grades, the perfect life, from the clothes we wear, how we speak, and even the TV shows we watch. We are constantly exploring. And that's okay. As part of our teen years, we're allowed to explore. How do we want to style our hair? What sports do we like? What kind of music am I into? The only pitfall is we start comparing ourselves to our friends and social media. We get so caught up in how amazing other people are, 
rather than noticing how amazing we are. So you might relate to this. Your best friend is great at maths. You aren't as naturally smart at math like her, so you feel like the dumbest person in class. I mean, I remember feeling this way. As hard as I worked in math, I just couldn't get it. Or another friend gets hundreds of likes on social media, and you never do. So you start thinking, I'm so unpopular. This compare and despair is very natural because our brains are trained to want to be accepted by our group, by our people. It's very natural to feel like we're walking into a room full of tigers when we are surrounded by strangers because we want to be accepted. And you know what? This continues into adulthood if we don't catch ourselves. Struggling with social awkwardness is a natural part of growing up. In reality, if we don't learn to manage it, we take it with us into adulthood. So I'm going to teach you what I teach my clients every day to handle social anxiety. Number one, your thoughts about yourself affect your self-esteem. And your self-esteem affects your social skills and relationships. You know, think about a time when you thought no one liked you. And then what happens is we find evidence for it everywhere. You know, if your friends talk about their plans and don't ask about yours, it's a reason they don't like you. I had a client who made herself believe this. And then in reality, she realized it was her own thoughts that was making her think this way. She thought, they don't like me because they aren't asking me what I like to do over the weekend. It made her feel really insecure, which she probably made her unconsciously remove herself from the conversation, stop listening properly, and basically she left herself out of the conversation. Now, I look back in hindsight. That is exactly what used to leave me feeling unconfident, awkward, and generally feeling all alone all the time. Instead of reframing it or rethinking, well, actually, maybe my friends are really excited. And, you know, they're really excited about the weekend, their plans. And they didn't mean to forget to ask me. So the way we actually feel about ourselves drives every experience we have through our actions and behavior. Those thoughts become our primary driver. And we put it in the car seat. We allow it to control everything we do. So, you know, when we first enter a party and we don't know anyone, we are gripped with fear and we freeze or flight and want to run away. We think it's because we don't know anyone. I get it. It's awkward to go into a party and not know anyone. You'd rather face a den of lions, right? Trust me, the people in the party are safer. In fact, the social awkwardness isn't caused by how many people you know or don't know at a party. It's caused by the thoughts you've triggered. I mean, if we are not careful, we do it in adulthood as well. I had to go to a social event the other day and I didn't know anyone. I was so uncomfortable on the drive there. And even an hour before, I thought, should I go? Should I not go? Should I? Should I not? 
And I almost backed out. I almost didn't go until I became aware of my thoughts and realized, hey, what is the worst that can happen? No one will talk to me. But what if I make a new friend? What if I actually have a good time? I took control of my thoughts. Now you must be thinking, what do I do? Well, great news. We can all learn to do, to do this by learning to redirect our mind towards different thoughts and making us feel more confident. We focus on what we have to offer and what is uniquely wonderful about you. Then you'll be coming from a place of self-worth, which changes how you show up in any situation. You actually value yourself. Embrace yourself and really understand that all of you is lovable. You are inherently valuable as a human. The trouble is, as humans, we forget. You know, we live in a time where we post only the best bits in a quick reel. The shorter, the better. So we think we are only worthy if we look a certain way, get certain grades, or get invited to lots of places, and so on. But think about this. When we think of a baby, do we say, I'll only love you once you can talk or walk, or when you have a thousand followers on Instagram? Now, our brains actually have something called the negativity bias, which means we pay attention to the negative events that happen. I mean, it's something that's been built in from our cave-dwelling days, and it's kept us safe. Now, though, it can be a bit of a nuisance if it's not handled properly. So let's get your brain noticing how awesome you are. Take a moment and make a list of all the different ways you add value to the world, simply by being you at home, at school, at sports, with your sibling, with work, whatever it may be for. For example, I'm awesome at being there for my parents. I love making others laugh. I always help my younger brother or sister with their homework. It's very easy to feel like the world is against you. And so we need to remind ourselves that we are valuable. We are worthy just for being us. Now, the second point is, the next time you're at a party, name the elephant in the room. Own it. Say I'm feeling so nervous or anxious or awkward because I don't know anyone. Chances are the other person will say, don't worry, I felt like that too. And it'll spark up a conversation. Or they'll say, oh, let me introduce you to some people. Try it next time and remember to breathe. Now, I'll see you next time. Remember, you are loved. You are enough. You are growing. You are human. And you are worthy. Much love and light to you and I'll see you next week.